Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Full Quota Podcast. This is your cricketing podcast from South Africa. We talk all things South African cricket. Um, you can find us on the One World Sports Radio YouTube channel at One World Sports Radio. Please do follow us on X. Um, we Tim tweets a lot. I tweet a lot. We tweet through the, the the podcast page, and there'll be a lot of tweeting this week because we're going into the four day series final. We're also available on Spotify and Apple at Full Quota Podcast if you'd like to um, uh, listen on an audio version. Today's show is is going to be quite cool, so uh, please do. We do appreciate your support as the fans, and uh, we do acknowledge that we've got a, a a nice little community growing, and we'd love for you to share it. Uh, around and increase the community as much as possible. We're trying our best and we'd we'd appreciate help from you. Okay, this week's an interesting week, right? Because we've just played the final round of the uh, four-day series, which came with so much drama. There was rain in uh, Peter Maritzburg. We need to talk about Peter Maritzburg, Tim, because it's, it's an issue. Uh, we had Western Province slaying the team that's been on top of the log for the longest time we also had the lions taking out the titans in the in the xk derby and then a game that nobody actually cared about but actually was the most intriguing one we had uh northwest take on uh, all the rocks and northwest winning by an innings uh some really really good batting from guys you probably may have thought went in the mix but i think they put their hands up so well we'll see um so that's the cool thing so that's our show today but before we get anything going Tim, how are you doing? I'm doing well, mate. I'm doing well. I'm very much excited to uh, uh, for the climax of the four-day competition, both from a, a Division One and Division Two um, perspective. Yeah. So, oh, yes. yeah. So, look. Uh, obviously, currently we're, we're we're recording on day four of the day four. Oh, Therefore, of this Division Two game, it looks like Northern KP are going to end up winning. Uh, last I checked, I think um, they needed about thirty runs, uh, Tim. So yeah, so it's Tuesday. Um, what what I can yes, they've just lost the fourth wicket, so they they, they needed they needed thirty with seven wickets at hand. They've just lost the fourth. Mm. <laughs> it's a funny game, but you just yes, never Northern know. KP yes, Northern yes, KP yes, should they. should. Uh, should take the title, and that would be yes. uh, back-to-back titles for them. Mm. And yeah, and obviously, congratulations to Mark Charlton for that. They they really know how to do this four-day series thing, and it'd be interesting because that's a team I'd like to see play in Division One, um, uh, the four-day series in Division One, because it makes sense, right? So, Tim, on, on Friday night, I send you a message on some. I'm trying to calculate these points, and it's one of my big bugbears because. Western Province had finished. Now everyone's like, where's the final? Is it in Newlands? Is it at the Wanderers? Is it going to be at Centurion? What do what do people need? And and to a certain extent, it came down to 0.8 points. Not one point, 0.8 points. Western Province went on a rampage last week. They scored a mammoth 592 and... Uh, there was a point in that Dolphins innings, I think in the in their first innings, right, where it looked as though they were 130 for three. You're like, okay, no, they, they're on their way. They, they're fine when Marcus Ackerman went out. And then they got bowled out. They lost, was it, seven wickets for uh, 69 runs. Um, and then they got uh, 
forced to play again, uh, to bat again in the follow-on, right? And Western Province just went hammered. Then Bjorn Hendricks took four wickets in that first innings. Nandre Berger took three. Um, in the second innings, Carl Simmons sweeped them out, seven for 39, bowling them out for 159, all in three days. And that gave Province effectively maximum points. I think they were like, they got like, well, not maximum points. They had like 25 points because they had four, they were at 400 by the time they got to 100 overs. And so they gave themselves every chance um, of, of, of having a home final. And now they sit and wait. And then we sit and wait and we watch on Saturday. Um, the Titans were taking on the Lions. It looked Lions all the way after that first innings. The Titans got balled out for 227. Uh, Sponello Macania with a fighting 66. But there was nothing much of help. Matthew Kleinfeld to try something. Uh, Deva Brevis with a 28. Kleinfeld with a 45. Um, However, Again, Luto Sipamla on his comeback, 4 for 48. Uh, Malusi Saboto, 2 for 30. Uh, Delano Porchita, who's a really good opening bowler for the Lions, 2 for 37. From a batting perspective, it was that 100 from Joshua Richards, 107 for 201, to kind of cap off a very uh, frustrating season for him. Um, but you got 50s from Bian Mulder and Mitch van Beeren to kind of give the Lions a lead of about 70. Uh, then obviously the Titans coming into bat in the bowling. Junior Dala did really well. He took six for 58. Second innings for the Titans. It was still the same old, same old. Makanya, 69. Not many runs from elsewhere. Joshua Van Hedden came into the 47. They scored 226. They left the Titan, uh, the Lions 164 to win, 161 to win. Um, and it was a little bit scary because the Lions did lose five wickets, but Ryan Rickleton scoring a 64 in tough conditions and Vian Mulder 40 of 60 to kind of see them home. Those two had a 70-run uh, partnership, 74-run partnership uh, to kind of steer the ship home. Uh, in that, from a bowling perspective, it was just Junior Dollar who took three for 64. He missed out on his 10 for Tim and two for 30. Um, and to a certain extent, those are the two key games we were watching. Obviously, we'll talk about the back end, but Tim, let's talk about Province and how dominant that performance was and how I, I'm the Dolphins right now. I'm feeling sick. Play the most consistent cricket throughout the year. You've been disrupted because you have coaches, you don't have coaches, you've got players going around the world. But that Dolphins team have built for years and it's really disappointing that they can't get over the line um, like they used to. They used to be so good at getting to finals and winning them. Yeah, look... I I don't know what 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 went on there um, for the Dolphins because they knew what was on on the line. They knew you know it wasn't like a case of trying to find out what 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 was needed. They both both teams knew exactly what was needed and win. That's what they needed to do. They just needed to win. It didn't matter how they won. A team just needed mm. to win to get into, into that final. That was that was as simple as that. Um, I found the, the Dolphins, I think the, the bowlers did okay. I don't think they bowled as well as they could. I think they did okay. Mm -hmm. But the problem area was the batting. They played as if they were playing in a CSA T20 challenge. Yes. Every member of their top six, at least in the first innings, and most of them in, the, in both innings, gave their wickets away. There were consecutive pulls to mid-wickets. There were mm. drives wide at the stumps. There were, it was a reckless batting performance from the Dolphins. 
from both in both innings. Um, it it made very little uh, sense to me. I didn't quite get it. As well as the Providence boys were bowling, it wasn't it wasn't a green bumper pitch, and they weren't bowling out of their skins. So uh, I, I'm obviously delighted the Providence are at the final. Uh, it shows the progression mm. um, that they've taken over the last twelve months. But from a Dolphins perspective, I don't know where the yeah. kind of performance went because you kept waiting for something to improve, and and it was the same message: go out there and spike it. <laughs> Look, and, uh, I, I think they yeah. got put under pressure because of the the mammoth uh, near six hundred that um, this uh, Western Province team put up, and you kind of come in as the bat as after the bowling after being in the in the field for a very long time, obviously. Gavin Kaplan, 173. Shout out to him. Calvarena, 135 of 142 balls. I'm loving that. <coughs> I'm so sure you love that too. Daniel Smith with 106. Tony DeZorzi with a 72. And I'm sitting there going, if you're a Dolphins batter and you know you need to win the game to give yourself a chance, you kind of need to um, try and push the pace. As you say, they were batting as though they were, they were batting in a T20 to try and win the game. And... I just didn't like those tactics because I felt, guys, if you get a draw, it gives you much better of a chance of making that final than trying to chase the win. And I didn't, I, I thought the pitch was docile. I didn't think it had much in it. Um, I also yeah. thought, um, obviously, Provinces bowlers in our back, Nandre Berger, Brian Hendricks, and they've been bowling really well. But I, I, it just was, it was very surprising me from the Dolphins. But they made a team that knows who they are. And it was kind of like for me with Western Province, the band was back together, right? Carl spoke about this in his interview with us. The band was there. The guys were there. Bjorn was there. They had Wesley. They had Nandre. They, they, they knew what they needed to do, and they backed each and every one of the 11 to do the job. And it kind of gave, gave you a sense, whereas the Dolphins, I think initially the mindset was, let's go for the draw. Then Western Province put down nearly 600, and then they're sitting there going, if we make a few mistakes, we find we could find ourselves on the outside of the follow-on. And they did. They didn't give themselves a chance at taking the game deep, taking it long. All they needed to do was survive one day, one extra day, and they just couldn't. And so it was disappointing. And sometimes you have that bad day in that bad moment. And speaking about a team that also had like a bad game at the end, it's the Titans. The Titans have been number two all season. They've been playing really well. Rivaldo Moon has been scoring runs. Diego Brevis has been getting him out of holes. But it couldn't work this time. And even in that game, you kind of got a sense that after that first innings, the home team, the Titans, just kind of felt like they were going to try, and they really did. But then the moment that Rickleton and uh, Vian Mulder partnership kept uh, kept going in that first innings, um, Oh, no, the Richards and, what was it? It was Richards and Vian Mulder. Uh, once that partnership kept on going, you kind of felt like they just found it very hard um, to, to break through. And yes, that pitch was a lot trickier than the one at, at, at Newlands because you needed to apply yourself, which is why that 107 from Josh Richards tells you a lot about who he is and where um, he needs to be. Um, I think he's one, he should, he should have been to New Zealand. I know he didn't have a great season, but from that technical display that he showed us at, at, at Centurion, he's the type of guy you want to take, right? He's hard to get out. He values his runs. He values the wicket. And he averages 40 on the high top, which is, as an opener, is, is, is gold and is plus. So, yeah, that's another story for another day. But how did you find that Titans and uh, Lions game? 
it was it was a uh, it was played as, as if it was a final. Let's, let's put it that way. That's mm. that's the vibe I I I got from it. I didn't get that from <coughs> province game, and lots largely due to the fact that province was so dominant. This game was very much um, in the play, in in contention for most of of the four days. Um, that, that most of the, the days that were played. Um, it, 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 but it, it was an interesting one where I think we said that the Titans, I think we said last week, they said the Titans mm. bowling would struggle. And that turned out to be the case, that their, their bowling was a little bit, it, it, it lacked uh, It needed Gerald Kutzea. It needed yeah. Gerald. It, it, uh, yeah. it needed another guy who can crank it up 150, which is the other question of a guy like they left, let go last season he could have added that. Obviously, he was injured for most of the season, but you kind of get a sense that the Titans don't like having too many quicks in the in the Arsenal or quicks coming through. Um, I'm still questioning the Corbin Bosch selection, but he's a veteran. You need that experience. But a guy like Junior Dollar needed help. He was the only guy who put his hand up uh, from a bowling perspective in that team. Uh, Dan Khalim, we need to have a conversation about because a lot of the guys, especially for a team like the Titans, right? You you expect guys to be game changers, especially at that at at, at the Titans because there were so many resources, so many approaches. You don't get a lot of game time, and what I saw was a team that felt a little complacent, right? Obviously, team kind of thought they um, they were in the final that they were. Gonna, they were still gonna if they played okay, they were gonna beat the the Lions, and somehow they just never got out of gear number two. Um, the only person who did was Junior Dala. You would have thought that six for at the end of that first innings of the Lions gave the Titans some momentum uh, to 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 bat better and and and, and play better. But uh, Cody Yusuf and uh, Delano Portrit had had different had different ideas. Um, for that, right? And Cody Yusuf took four for eighty one, Delano three for forty seven, and. I don't know. Like it's tough, obviously, coaching a side like this that has played consistently well throughout the season. Actually, the two consistent sides um, this season are now watching the final with us on TV. Um, and 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 I I just couldn't. Be, I just don't. Un, I kind of felt like they thought that if they just kept on going through the motions, everything would be fine. But then the teams that were below them on the log landed the first punches, and the question was, how did they react? And they didn't react well. Um, and yeah, that was my disappointment because yeah. I look at the Titans and I was like, you just needed someone with extra pace. The Lions were, had, yeah. were, were great that they had Lutus Pamela. Delana balls a heavy ball, but look at the, the Titans bowling attack. You've got uh, Dan Khalim, you've got Junior Dala, you've got Corbin Bosch, who is a shadow of himself, but Junior is the one who was cranking it up there. Um, and then they ended up bowling Makanya, who got injured, Donovan Ferreira. And they went a bowler short um, into this game, and they got found wanting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do want to give a mention, though, to Merrick Brett. I, I think mm-hmm. he's one to watch in the coming seasons. I think if he gets a leader partner next season, I think you're going to see a much improved bowler. I think he's got all the attributes to be a... A, okay. A really good fast bowler. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So obviously we've got the two teams that are in the final, the Lions and the Titans. We're going to talk about that. But let's talk about a game that irritated me the most. 
Um, there's Kazadin, uh, the, the Tuskers taking on the Warriors. It was a drawn game because we only had two and a half days of cricket. Um, and oh man, the Tuskers, if the Tuskers need to move if they ever want to win a four day series, because unless they want to play all the games away from home, this is going to be the story of their season two and a half days, drawn matches, but they were put under so much pressure. Um, the Warriors went and scored 517 for three, Tristan Stubbs, Stubbs scored 302. Of 372 balls, 34 fours, and six sixes at a strike rate of 81. Ma uh, uh, Matthew Brietzka, the captain, scored 108 of 333 balls. Um, it was just sad that the game couldn't get more cricket and get you to a conclusion because you kind of felt that the Warriors were batting like a team that knew that if something went wrong elsewhere, they'd be in that final. And Tristan Stubbs just keeps on, Tim. Giving us, um, uh, giving us uh, another thing to add to his illustrious CV. We we know Tristan Stubbs, the the the, the master blaster, the T Twenty player. We know Tristan Stubbs, the ODI player. Now we're starting to see why Shukri's put Tristan Stubbs in that Test team. Also batting at number four. Remember in India, he was batting at four. Everyone's like, it's a little bit too high. It's a little bit too high. What are you doing? Well. Robin Peterson, well, here you go. This is this is Stubber. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see his progression. Um, I'm sure people will know by now, but that is a record high score for a Eastern mm. Province or Warriors player. So uh, and that's a record that has stood for a very, very, very long time. Um, mm. Look, he's got he's got the attributes to. To, to play at the highest level. He's got the attributes to play Test cricket. There's, there's no doubt yes. about it. Um, it's just unfortunate that it, it had, had to come on that particular Newton's pitch, that's all. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Um, yeah. I, I think I think the Warriors in general, they did okay, but I think some of their decisions, some of their decision-making was a little bit odd this season. Mm. Um just for example, if, if you can assign Short Whitehead and Liam Elder, play and them. not play them, and not play them, it, that 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 really is is a is a, a baffling one. I love the fact that Sumetu has come back from the wilderness after about six mm. years away, and I, I love your story. That's that's a great comeback story, but you shouldn't be signing, particularly yeah. somebody like like Liam Elder. Um, you know, he was effectively Fortane's understudy at the Lions. He's now become, I, I, I don't actually know what he is, because Whitehead is now Sumetu's understudy. So mm. I, I don't know where, where, where his yeah. game goes from here. But Both Whitehead say, and, and Aldo were playing for the Colts last week. So, yeah, it was kind of surprising to see um, them playing there. But obviously, they need to get game time somewhere. So hopefully they'll... Um, find a way um i think there's teams up here that need a spinner um and even in division two i think the easterns would be a great place for liam to just sit and work i know i'm sending everyone to jeffrey Diana, but um yeah uh i think he'd be an upgrade um i can only have 11 players bro i can only have 11 contracts 
Yeah, I think I've given them 15 by now this season. So uh, I do apologize, Coach Jeff. Um, I just want to see the Easterns come back, um, turn turn that uh, uh, that Willemo Park into some sort of a fortress. Please, 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 please. But look, it's he's they've got options. Liam Alder's got options. He's young. Um, that Limpopo side's going to attract a lot of talent as well because of the way they've been playing this season. A lot of guys will want to go there. And if you're a pure cricketer and you love your cricket, it's it's a, it's an it seems like it's an environment where young cricketers can go there to thrive and discover what else they can do uh, in the longer format. So that game was 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 rained out. Um, just to talk about the Tuskers, uh, Michael Erlang scored 127, Malcolm Norfolk uh, 105. Um, they scored 382 for five, and that was it. Uh, really, really sad. Um, but yeah, it's just a, the Warriors season goes down in a whimper. The Warriors always like to start like this, Tim. They never want to be front runners. They always want to be the team that comes back up uh, and they tries to like make their way through. Like well, the part, two seasons ago, they did that. Um, this last year, they were trying to do that. Can they just be on top of the rock? Be, be the Dolphins. Like next season, just be the Dolphins. Yes, fine, you may not make the final, but just sit on top of the lock for five weeks. Make us all look at all your shiny toys, all your really nice players, Jordan Hadman, Stubbsy, Britzke, and go, ooh, ah, this team is great, Bear Swanepoel. Because quite frankly, because they're not going to make it into the final, they just go under the radar, even though Bears had a great season, Hadman had a great season, Stubbs had a great season, so did Matthew Britzke, but even Sinatema Klashila had a great season. However... We're not talking about the Warriors because these results don't come. They're very inconsistent. They uh, and and that's the thing. I think last week when they got smacked by the, the Western Province, that kind of left a bit of taste. And I thought they'd fight back, and they did. You saw that they they tried to, but it's just a yeah, really bad way to end the season. The other game that we're going to go over quickly: uh, Northwest Dragons played the Paul Rocks uh, in Paul. Uh, the Dragons scored 484. Lesejo Sunokwane, 137. Very classy, 137, by the way. Lesibang Wepe had a, a two-time 84. He, he scored 59, went retired, hurt, and then came back towards the end. Uh, Miguel Pretorius, we were talking about him last week. He's been not having... He's been having a, 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 a goodish season, but this... Excuse me, this 93 kind of uh, cemented that, yeah, he's still in the mix and you, you can't let him go. But Manya Tlengle who is in Northwest now doing a really great job, 67 in that 484. Uh, for From a, a Rocks perspective, they need bowlers. They need bowlers. Spinners, whatever, they need bowlers, bowlers, bowlers. For Lune, three for 127. Clint Steeman, two for 90. Sean from Burke, three for 100. Mahima, two for 475. So, um, yeah, this I don't know what's going on with this team. I think this team is just they need both. a shadow of They themselves. need both, dude. Honestly, they need, they need both. Batters, batters and, and bowlers. bowlers. They just need to have trials. If you're if you're a professional cricketer and you are playing in the cold season, you're playing in second division. There should be auditions. There should be trials for 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 the Paul Rocks because I like I look at that team and I don't know. And now obviously Stian Fancel's retired. So yeah, um, uh, that was. Let me just finish the scorecard and then we'll we'll, we'll chat about this yeah. Paul team. Uh, they then, in reply, Paul ended up with 253. They were forced to follow on. Michael Copeland, the youngster, played for SN19, scored 40. Sean from Berg, 62 of 100. Uh, those are the ones you can uh, write home about. Duan Janssen, 3 for 53 for the Dragons. Caleb Seleka, the, the spin bowler, 3 for 54 uh, in that game. Uh, then in reply, when the follow on, 
again, Michael Copeland with a 50. Avuim Kijima batting at four, scoring 41. Sian Fasel scoring 31 in his final ever innings in, 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 in first-class cricket. And it was 183 all-out. Gideon Peters uh, taking five for 48. Um, and Caleb Seleka three for 35. So they just got spun out um, at home, which shouldn't happen because we all know that pitch is a very slow and low pitch. I don't understand um, how that happens, but the Rocks have had a really, really horrible season. They are very lucky that there's a team called the AT Tuskers in the first division because, my word, they'd be on en route uh, to relegation. I think they still are. But, but yeah, this season has not helped them not at all. Yeah, no, it isn't like, over. If if your if your best performers if your best performers are over the age of thirty five, there is a problem. If your best yes. performers are Hardis Fullen, Sean van Berg, and this season Mikajima, then there is a pro- that's a problem. There is a huge problem. Mm. I saw progression when JP was the coach. JP was the coach. I saw. There were shoots of progression. Yeah. There was a direction. Uh, I th- I thought that things were going slightly in, in, the, in, the, in the right direction. Uh, I thought they had a young, up-and-coming sort of people like Copeland who were going to come through the system and they were starting to yeah. show some kind of talent. Since he's left, all of that has disappeared. Mm. Added to that, Yannima Milan, I'm hoping we'll do this in a future podcast on a on a proper season uh, review as a whole, if you look at his three seasons at the four-day competition, he averages mm-hmm. 30. All three seasons, he averages 30. Yeah. If Yannima Balan is averaging 30, now he isn't the only problem, but if somebody with that talent, somebody who, be- who was named Prochi's ODI Player of the Year a couple of seasons ago, with the World Player of the Year, ICC ODI Player of the Year of 2021. Was it 22? 21. If that and? is happening if to somebody with that talent, then there is, there, then there is an issue. There is a, there's a, a whole but issue with... I think, I think we need to divorce the Yanaman issue because Yanaman is not a, a club issue. Yes, his club is horrible. What's happening in Paul isn't great. Him, on the other hand, there's something else. And I don't think a change of scenery is going to help because everybody knows how to get Yanaman out. If you can go back to all the scorecards where the Paul Rocks have played, all of them, just go look at the bowler in the column. Left arm spinner. It will tell you everything. It's not even yeah. spin. It's the left arm spinner. Like yeah. teams will throw the ball at their part-time left arm spinner because they know this guy yeah. just doesn't have it. And if you're not going to work on your game like that, work on your weaknesses. For years, I've been on this platform talking badly about Aiden Markham. The great thing about Aiden Markham is he shut me up. Why? He fixed his weaknesses. Aiden had this gap between bat and pad for a straight ball that would make, who was it? Who's that Pakistan bowler? Uh, the fast bowler. Uh, anyway. The, uh, anyway. There was this Pakistan bowler. I forgot his name when I was watching the PSL. Every time he would bowl to Aiden Markham and he'd get the ball on middle and on off, just on off, just outside off, just inside that line. Ah, Aiden would play all around it and he'd go in. And for years he was doing that. And in that period where he was having the lean pad. Now he's learned. 
He's grown up. He's playing better. The same needs to be applied to Yanaman Milan. All those people asking where Yanaman Milan is, the guy can't score runs. He can't bat anymore. He's done. He lost out yeah. on a... Uh, guys, the, the SA20, the Joburg Super Kings had Yanaman Milan last season on their squad. They released him. He wasn't even in the squad. Ask yourself where he was. Yanaman could have actually gone to New Zealand. That's how sad it is. That is how low Yanaman Milan has gone. He could have been in New Zealand with hacking it with the hackers. Respectfully. Yeah. Yes, yes. No. And 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 and, and just just to widen it, that seems to be happening as a whole with that batting batter unit. Where's yeah. Michael Cope? Michael Copeland two years ago was a young up and coming talent who's gonna definitely be mm-hmm. a, a fixture. His career has progressed massively. Where I'm actually now thinking Go to Division 2, find your game, and then move back up. I don't. Yeah. That's not always a good, good option because sometimes when that happens, you are stuck in Division 2, and that's a problem. But that is the, that is the way that it's gone for, for virtually every single member of that batting unit uh, this season in, in the, in the four-day competition. Mm. Um, and, and, that, and that's a huge problem. The other thing is you mentioned... If Sean van Berg and Hardest Villain on your best bowlers and there isn't anybody coming through, that's a problem. That is a yeah. huge, huge yeah. problem. Another, the, ba- yeah. the backup bowlers are not supporting them. If you watch their games, they are returning to Hardest and Sean van Berg and Mahima, and Mahima, I forgot, mm. and Mahima, time and time again. And if those guys yeah. don't get wickets, they don't win the game. Yeah, another thing is Glinton Seaman. He's he's from the guy who made his debut for the Proteus a couple of years ago. Now he's just the person. Um, and it's and I thought going back to going to Paul would give him a change of scenery, but it's a massive regression. And somehow they keep on signing these players who were once great and are regressing. Can you just sign a guy who's up and coming, who's on the way up? That's all we ask. Um, if if because because those guys who are trying to prove something, that's what Foot Division Two is. You can't be signing Glenton Steedman thinking, oh, no, he's protein level. He's got a test cap. And then you watch him and you're like, actually, Glenton Steedman didn't even make that team to New Zealand. And we needed fast bowlers. That tells you everything about the recruitment at par and what's going on with that club. But anyway, enough about them. Tim, let's talk about the final. We've got a final now. Western Province and the, and the Lions. The Lions finished the log first. Uh, in the four-day series, but they have to play a five-day match to determine who the champion is. And in that, you've got a couple of intriguing battles that are going to come through, right? Um, For the Lions this year, the guys who've actually done well, Ryan Rickleton has come through, Cody Youssef. uh, Rickleton has always been there, but he has been the guy. Uh, Cody Youssef has stepped up. Bjorn Fortain has stepped up with bat and ball. Vian Mulder has been the guy who's been holding this team together. Um, I think even Mitch van Beren um, has done a really good point where he's putting himself in the shop window for Protea Colors in all three formats um, for that. When you look at that Western Province side, top wicket-taker of the season is Carl Simmons. He's been the mainstay, the great bowler. He left the Titans a couple of years ago, and now he's coming into himself as a as a bowler, especially with George Linden not necessarily playing the four-day series anymore. Buren Hendricks, he's revitalized his career. He was on 
our podcast a few weeks ago. He's done really well. The number one wicket taker for a fast bowler. Cal Verena is having a great season. Eddie Moore is having a great season. But I can't look past Tony DeZorzi, um, Daniel Smith there at the top. They've done an incredible job. And um, I, like, and also the youngster, Kevin Kaplan. I, I was like, geez, dude. Um, just keep on bringing more people in. And when I look at this game, I it just screams to me Western Province. However, both these teams just always wanting to fight each other, wanting to play against each other. This derby is very important for both teams. The province lost out to the Lions last year in their only chance at silverware in the one-day cup. Uh, Ryan Rickleton took it away from them. They come back to the scene of the crime again um, to do that. Province have already won the one-day cup, so they're looking to make it a second um second successive trophy this season and i look at this and i'm asking myself will some of the protests be available for the lions we know timber was had played the fight the previous game he didn't play this last game for the lions is he going to come back in do you try and tinker with it will some of the players who went to new zealand be available for for the lions because um they were the ones who were impacted the most where hamza possibly coming into the side um Tepo Moreki coming back in duan possibly also making uh, a, a case but cody yusuf has put his hand up so one of the guys is going to sit out um and so that's going to be quite um interesting delana has also done a great job in the absence of the other approaches so do you reward form or do you uh, go back to your tried and tested that um, started the season off well, but you thought the one key, uh, the ace that the Lions have in their pocket is Luto Supamla. He's bowled really well. You can see, similar to Ogutlele coming out of injury, he's gotten the reps behind him. He's taking wickets. He's bowling quickly. So there's a there's there's a thing for the Lions where you're like, okay, you're playing at home. You can do this. You've got all this firepower. On the other side, you have this young team team that is trying to build some sort of a dynasty it is not a dynastic run yet you need another season to kind of make it a dynastic run yet but they're becoming a very tough team to beat they're becoming a very good solid group of cricketers um ably captained by Carl Verena, who in himself in the interview as was called himself the reluctant captain leading the team they've now gotten a group of experienced players and they've found that right balance of experience and youth and everyone is doing their job they're taking wickets nandre burger is very very deadly and i can honestly see him coming to the wanderers and taking a fifer to win the game that's how good this team is don't look past nandre you've got buren hendrix you've also got wesley bed you've also got carl simmons so this west western province team on paper are favorites but there's that 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 villain that lions team for every western province fan tim that Lions team just disappeared. If it was anybody else, if it was the Titans, oh, they'd be fine. That's that Lions team. Something about that Lions team that makes that Western Province team a little scared. What is it? It's 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 that star quality. That's what it is. It's that star quality. So mm. it, it's the it's the guys that have played for South Africa, but who are mm. not uh, fixtures in at the moment. What's happened with Province is Province has built a side around what they had. They haven't gone and yeah. picked, tried to pick Proteus. What the Lions have done is they've they've picked their, their guys that they know, but they've also gone and they said, we like Hamza. We support him. We, we, we want him. Um, mm. So I, I could see a, a mixture of Hamza, if he, if he plays, Ryan and Mulder, 
having a massive say and actually turning the table on, on the fixture. If Province win, it's going to be a mixture of those players. I don't think it's going to be, it's not going to be a singular score from a batter. It's not going to be a 10 wicket, uh, 10 wickets of the match by a singular bowler. The way they've won games this season is it's been a team collective. Um, so that's the way that I think Province will, will win it if they win it. In the, in the other, Lions can do it both ways, but they do tend to rely in must-win games and star quality comes through. You get a, a big hundred from Ryan or you get wickets and runs from a, from a Vian Mulder who's been absolutely oh, magnificent man, this season Vian. in both oh. at bat and ball. Uh, you just look at just look at his numbers. They are just just incredible. Um, so it's going to be it's very 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 tight. Um, I I think we've got the bowling attack for the Wanderers. I do. I genuinely think yes. we've got the bowling attack. That extra pace might be a bit tricky for our top six. I like our top six, but it might be a bit tricky, particularly if somebody like Mureki plays. It would be mm. it would be harsh on the guys yeah. that have been picked for most of the season, but if if I am the coach, I I might be persuaded to go. Delano, we we love what you've done, but we yeah. need an out and out pace bowler, and we're going with with Mareki. Um, yeah, that's, it it that's would, be, would be doing. my bowling attack would be Sipamla, Mareki, and Yusuf. Um, and you go in there, and obviously Saboto will be there as your fourth, and you've got Fortain as your as your fifth bowler, and you you live with that. And your top six is your top six: Dom, uh, uh, Josh, um, Ryan, Hamza, um, Mitch, and, uh, and 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 Vian. Which then begs the question: uh, then obviously Wandile Makwetu is in there as well, so Wandile might sit out and bring in Temba. So there's a lot of things that that you can do. To try and, and and move the pieces around for the lines, but how do you fit Timber Bavumain into the side, right? If Kahiso all of a sudden says he wants to play, obviously that's a no-brainer. Guys are going to sit out, but that's the thing that Russell Domingo, Hashimamla, and Alan Donald have to, to to provide us is you could arrive at the Wanderers tomorrow, which is the day the game starts, and Kahiso's on the team list, and you'd be like, oh snap. It'd be fun. That's what we want, right? We want that. We want protein and, and I, to come up and play in the biggest game in the year in South African cricket, right? Yeah, but it 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 would be it would be a blow to the guy that has played the majority of the season. Of course we do. Of course we want that. But there is a there was a there will be inkling in my mind going. You know what? This guy's done it for ninety five percent of the season. It would be it would be a shame. Yeah, now I hear you. Uh, I, 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 I could see Timber coming in. From yes. me, if they're picking, if they're picking Kikisa, it's, it's fine, but it's almost unfair. Almost, <laughs> you know, we don't have. It's almost not quite. <laughs> um, You'll soon have it, that option, right? Because all you guys are now producing proteins, so guys will be walking in and out of the team. But yeah, I don't think Kikisa is yeah. playing. But I'd have loved for Kikisa to play this game, even Aquena. I Quena would be great in this game, but he hasn't played four-day cricket, so just let's hold him back a little bit. Okay, Tim, uh, before we go into uh, predictions of the final, let's go through a team of the season type of look. Um, I, I, you, you gave me 
a, a list and I have my own little team of season. So just to give guys a shout out at the end of the regular season. So um, your team of the season, Tim, I'm just going to go through uh, the guys. You picked uh, Lesejo Senaguane from the Dragons to open. Um, he scored 455 runs at an average of 37. Sabang de Tole, uh, he scored 451 at 41. Marcus Ackerman from the Dolphins, 571 at an average of 51. Carl Verena, 453 at an average of 64. Vian Mulder, the all-rounder, 508 runs at an average of 63. He probably was... Uh, could, you could consider him one of the top three batters in this in this in the season. He also took 16 wickets, an average of 26, which is what you kind of want from a Vian Mulder. Uh, you also went for Tristan Stubbs, 562 and an average of 80. That 300 really did help. Uh, then you also selected Miguel Pretorius, 478 at an average of 47 with 19 wickets, an average of 23. Bjorn Hendricks, he scored 24 wickets. He took 24 wickets at an average of 20. Carl Simmons, 28 wickets, an average of 26. Bjorn Fortain, who will be fighting against Carl Simmons in the final, at an average of 28. He took 28 wickets. And Oguse Kele, he played half the season, but ended up with 24 wickets at an average of 26. My team, on the other hand, uh, was Lesejo Senokwane, um, also really batted really well. Peter Milan, who was one of the top run scorers this year, scored over 400 runs uh, from the Rocks. The only good thing to ever come out of the Rocks, I think, this year, outside of Sia Mahima. Uh, Marcus Ackerman, we've just spoken about him. Tristan Stubbs as well. Vian Mulder in that side. I wanted to give Rivaldo Moonsami a shout-out. He scored 580 runs this season. He was the top run scorer for most of the season. Just got pipped by Marcus Ackerman at the end. Um, Avuim Gijima, really interesting all-round option, just giving him a shout-out for an incredible season with the bat. He ended up batting at four for the Rocks, um, and it was pretty, pretty uh, good to see and really good to see as an option. Bear continuing the season. He took over 20 wickets. Um, I think it's 24 wickets this year. He really did well for the Warriors. Uh, Kyle Simmons, uh, great bowler, top wicket-taker. Buren Hendricks as well, top wicket taker from the fast bowlers. And then Junior Dala, he ended up with like 20 wickets. He had the lowest strike rate of all of the uh of all of the bowlers and the lowest average. I think he averaged 20. Um so uh he really he could have turned that final for or that semi-final for the Titans uh or got them into the final. So uh any any discussion here, Tim? Any guys you wanted to shout out? Um I like the fact that you've got two black African batters there at the top. Um, I think Detole and uh, Sinokwane really did well. Um, and I like Ogusekele's pick as well. Well, just to point out what you just said there, uh, I, I hope we will discuss this in a future podcast. Mm. That's a huge concern. I've, I've done the stats for the last three seasons. Yeah. And the lack of black African batsmen is a huge, yes. huge, huge concern. Um but I'm delighted for both of them. They're also the right age for mm. progression to higher on higher, higher honors. Uh, notable mentions for me are Mikajima. I couldn't get Mikajima in for the balance of the side. He has been phenomenal mm. this season in a struggling side. Um, Nabi, Nabi, when we have had to have uh, a sort of, so we say, a slightly weakened bowling attack at times. He has been phenomenal. 16 mm. wickets at 20. Um, at the wicket-keeping situation, that's the one area where we, we could have picked yeah, several wicket-keepers. Rivaldo Munsami, Ryan Rickleton. Um, Ryan's not even on both of our sides. 
that's how good uh, he's uh, the, the, the depth is. We don't have a lot of number threes, but I'm suspecting a guy like Zubair Hamza would have put his hand up because before he went to New Zealand, he was actually batting really well for the Lions. He was the leading wicket taker there, a run scorer. Yeah. Um, also MVB uh, up there in the runs. So, excuse me, so Mahima as well, because Mahima didn't play yes. last season coming back. Um, I think that's a huge... Mahima mm. and Chile both coming back for various reasons this season and both having really good seasons. So I'm yeah, really no, happy about that. I think the Dolphins have done a, like have lucked out. I think when Chile went to the Dolphins, we didn't know where he was going to bowl, if he was going to get game time. Managed to force himself into the side and he's really bowled well for the Dolphins. Just uh, really heartbreaking that they didn't make the final. But he gave it his all. Really great season. Looking forward to seeing what he's going to bring next season because I think he's going to unseat one of Dupavillon and ba- and Bartman. Um, I'd go with all three, but I know in in case it ends, might not be able to take all three bowlers and play them because I think they've just got quality. And as you say, Tim, pace is pace is pace. Um, to close out and to round off, uh, the final obviously starts tomorrow. It's a five-day game on Wednesday up until Sunday. So hoping to get some weekend action up there in the north. In the high felt, it has the wonders. There's rain around. It's been raining all February long. Um, and so that's another issue. But there's an extra day, right? And super sport commentary. So you'll be hearing all the greats, Brett Proctor, all those guys doing the thing. Um, how do you see it going, Tim? Are you going to be crying on Saturday I'm, night or will you be celebrating? I'm going to be celebrating. I'm going to say the young, youthful prophets are going are gonna, to are gonna bring, bring it through. The only thing I want to see, and I, I really wanted to see it in, in, in the Division 2 mm. final, but I want to see this go to day five. Even if it is an hour into day five, I want to <laughs> see I want to see batters take their time in the innings. I really want okay. to see that. I want to see that we have we have those individuals, particularly in, in this match. We've got Tom Hendricks, um, who has that ability to soak up pressure. I want to see that. I don't want to mm. see 60 of 80 balls. I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen that. I know our boys can do that. I know they can yeah. do that. I want to see good, two quality bowling attacks and batters mm. soaking up that pressure. Don't just bowl yeah, try and hit it out the park. Soak up the pressure and build an innings. That's what I want to see. Okay. Cool. I I think I think for me that's that's it. And but I want the the pro tier players to step up, right? Both teams have pro tier quality players, and if they step up, we're going to be in for a game. I want to see three fifty plays three fifty, two fifty plays two fifty, and you take it to the final day on day five, and it's you know just after lunch and this pressure and all the beautiful things that are there. Um, and and it's just going to come down to how you manage that first punch. Whoever lays that first punch, how whoever receives it is going to determine how this game goes. I don't want teams buckling. I don't want seven for 30. I don't want what happened to England where they lost seven wickets for 30 or five runs and you're sitting there going, what is this? Um, I'm hoping the pitch is a sporting one. Um, pace, bounce, consistency. Um, just, just conducive to run scoring, man. Um, run scoring, taking wickets. Um, just that... That, that that ebb and flow of test cricket, that that test, that true test, that you know, you're going out without taking a wicket and you're asking yourself, where am I gonna get this next wicket? Where is it gonna come from? That type of thing. And so um it's gonna be interesting to see uh, the young, cohesive Western Province team 
against the potential star power of the Lions and, and what that means. There's a lot of revenge matchups here and there. Andre Berger against his 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 union of the youth his, of his youth. Uh, Bjorn Hendricks used to play for the Lions too. You've got Hamza on the other end. You've got Sapo Mariki on the other end. So there's a lot of niggle. Um, that's going to happen between these two teams, and it's going to be quite exciting. So please do check it out um, as well. But outside of that, um, thank you very much, Tim, uh, for this one. Uh, good luck to the Lions and to Western Province. This is going to be a cracker. Um, and, yeah, it's exciting, right? Five days of cricket, Tim. That's what we want. Yeah, it's going to be on Supersport as well. Channel 207. So uh, mm. put it in your diary. You can watch it on TV. You can put it on mute while you're on your laptop. There's yeah. no excuse to not watch it. <laughs> yeah, and follow us on the Full Quarter Pod on X. Subscribe to the One World Sports Radio channel and also Apple, Spotify at Full Quarter Podcast. Let us know what you think. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Have a great week. Enjoy. What a season it's been. Well done to everyone. And now it's just down to the final two, the final showdown, the last dance. That's what it is. Outside of that, goodbye. And Lesale Kakachiso. Oh, 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 oh,